Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Batflips and Nerds, the baseball podcast with a British twist. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome the producer and one of the co-hosts of the new ESPN baseball magazine show aimed at the UK market. Caps off, Ben Regal and Mark Donaldson. Hello, hello, gents. How are you this afternoon? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. Uh, um, Thanks for joining us, uh, particularly at short notice, but we thought it would be uh, a real treat for the listeners to be able to hear a little bit about... uh, caps off ahead of its launch this Thursday afternoon so uh, if we can we'll start with you Ben uh, I know you've been involved in this project for a while so can you tell us how long the project's been in the pipeline and, and what we as viewers here in the UK can expect from it yeah this whole thing started back in October of 2018 and we've been going back and forth with our partners at BT MLB and ESPN And we're trying to figure out a show and put a show together that's going to be targeted for the British audience, one that will help educate the fans and the viewers ahead of the London series with the Red Sox and Yankees in June, but also meant to entertain and have a little bit of fun as well. Excellent. Um, So how have you gone about researching fandom here in the UK and what what particularly can we expect from it from a UK point of view? Because I know the idea has been working with BT and with the guys in the MLB office in London to try and try and do something for the UK market. So what's going to be different about this show as opposed to, I don't know, baseball tonight that we can watch already? Well, I think the one thing and and this is where Mark's going to help me with uh, with everything as well. And Phil Murphy, who is the other host is that we're trying to relate everything that we possibly can to the UK audience. Um, For example, um, we're going to talk about Mike Trout's gigantic salary in the show, uh, his new extension uh, when we debut, and we're going to try to relate it to athletes like Tiger Woods, uh, Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, etc., just trying to give them some perspective uh, in a way like that to understand just how massive of a deal (laughs) that was for him. And from your perspective, Mark, you you obviously are are a Scot yourself. So what do you feel that you can bring to the show in terms of bringing a bit of a a UK perspective, albeit as someone who lives and works in the States now? Yeah, I mean, I I can see myself like your average um, viewer who will be watching this, not like you and others who are obviously Hmm. experts. So (laughs) I'm not going to I'm not going to BS you and um, try and pretend that I know everything about the sport because I know that the people who watch this show 
most of them, in fact, if not all of them, are probably going to know more than I do. So that's why Ben's producing. Ben's an expert in, in baseball, and he's, he's covered it on Sports Center and, and baseball for ESPN for many years. And Phil, my co-host as well, is an expert as well. So what I'm going to do, I, I like my baseball. My first uh, baseball game was in July 1995. It was a doubleheader at the Astrodome between Houston and San Diego. The first game went 17 innings so it was it was it was a little bit different yeah and then I had to sit behind for the second one because my mum's like well I'm not coming until after the second game (laughs) the days before mobile phones uh, it did take a while um, for that to be concluded but then every time I've been to America since then um, prior to moving over here in 2010 I always try to go to the the baseball stadium in the city I was in so I've done 23 I think, baseball stadiums. So I would say I have a decent knowledge of baseball, but not as much as you. So <laughs> that's what that's what Phil's for. That's what Ben is for. Um, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to be there to provide some fun. And that's what we did when we went over to spring training and we met with the players. Excellent. So I was, I was going to ask what the, the aim is for you, you guys at ESPN here. Uh, and it sounds as though you've touched on some of that already, Mark. Who, who's the audience for this? Is it the new fans who are intrigued by London, who who may be able to bring a, a sphere of thinking? Like, so Mike Trout is the, the Tiger Woods or the Lionel Messi of of baseball or is it or is it old lags like like me and you're being very kind about my my knowledge of baseball <laughs> mark uh you, you should listen to some of our podcasts where it's clear that i know far less than my co-hosts i'm <laughs> i'm just i'm just there to make bad puns um but this, so- th- this is where it gets interesting because we've got to try and find a balance and this balance will probably not be found in the first few shows because we're looking for feedback um we're looking for what we can do better, what you like, and everything like that. But it's very difficult right now to gauge the type of audience that we're looking for because it's going to be a wide range. There's going to be the newbies who maybe don't even have a baseball team and want to support them. There's going to be the people who've watched it for years. And one thing I think we have to be careful of of not doing is is something that Fox did over here um, when they had the Champions League final for the first time. And they basically welcomed everyone and said, "Okay, for those of you who don't know about football, here's a difference between their football and our football. And they went (laughs) on to just completely um, condescend the viewer, because you've got to think that there's there's not just your experts and your newbies. There's a whole range of (laughs) everybody watching and we've, we've got to have something for all. So how are you, how have you gone about that? Maybe this is a question for, for for you, Ben, because I know you've been involved in the project for a while. What thinking have you been doing as as a team at ESPN to try and make sure that you you get the pitch right as soon as you possibly can? Well, one of the things that I've done, quite frankly, is I followed you guys on Twitter. I've <laughs> followed a lot of uh, UK fan sites on Twitter. Shout out to Braves UK. I'm a Braves fan. Um, and I've started trying to engage with viewers and prospective viewers, I should say, and people on social media to get an idea of what people like in, in, in the UK audience, um, what they follow, what they don't follow. And we went to spring training. Mark and I went to the West Coast and we hit uh, Arizona for a week and then phil and i went to uh florida and we went down there for a few days and what we tried doing is we tried you know talking to the players talking to the teams asking them if they've been to the uk some of them have some of them haven't some of them have some amazing stories that we're going to share throughout the season Uh, my personal favorite is uh how big of a soccer fan or football fan excuse me uh cory kluber of the indians is oh wow 
Huge fan. Who's his uh, team? Uh, Tottenham, right, Mark? Yeah. Um, and a few of them have been to games as well, as we found out when Ben and I went over. Um, and including um, a certain player who I don't want to give too much away, <laughs> but it's going to feature in our opening show. He's a player who went to a Liverpool-Everton derby earlier this season at Anfield with blue hair. Oh, wow. And he sat in the home end. <laughs> so we're going to have fun, as, as, as Ben says. But that's and, and it, it, Ben makes a good point about the whole Arizona trip as well, because he actually said something to me when we were over. I didn't even think about these people. These baseball players are used to Americans with American accents speaking about baseball. And I made it pretty clear. In, and I'm sure Ben can back me up in most of the interviews that I did. I wasn't really interested in talking to them about baseball too mm-hmm. much. Because you can get that on baseball tonight. You can right. get that in the features and the matches that you're going to watch as well. I, I've been doing this. I, I worked at, uh, at Sky Sports back home, Sky Sports News, before I came over here in various other places. I've always gone with the mantra, tell them something they don't know. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that sounds awesome. Um, so I, I, I should chip in in there and say it sounds absolutely appropriate that a Cleveland Indians pitcher would support Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> Mark will know exactly what I mean there. The, Indi- the Indians are the Spursy team of, uh, of the playoffs of the last couple of years. Sorry, uh, Ben, I cut you off there. No, no, it's funny you said that because that's something that we're developing right now is um, Mark, Phil and I are we're literally in the brainstorming stages. So I don't want to give away too, too much, but we're trying to figure out a way to connect uh, English Premier League teams to major league baseball teams and if you support one epl team this is probably the baseball team you should support so we're in the process of developing something like that too um we i mean mark can (laughs) mark can probably vouch for this that i'm pretty uh pretty crazy about this project and i send messages on a very regular basis whether it's direct message or text or email Hmm. because it's been literally on my brain for the last few months i'm probably driving my poor wife God bless her crazy um, about everything. And, you know, when we we've been putting a lot of work into this, we've been putting a lot of research into it, trying to make sure we find, as Mark said, that balance between the newbie fan, the diehard fan. And, you know, if somebody just wants to be entertained, then we're, we're going to do our best to do that, too. I mean, we found some really, really cool stories. Uh, we had a very fun conversation with Zach Cozart and Joey Votto at spring training about, uh, was it Dominic the Donkey, right? That's what it was? Don- oh, Donald yeah. Donald the Donkey. Yeah. Donald the Donkey, yeah. Yeah. So, Mark, uh, Mark remembered that story. And when we were meeting with the Angels, who, by the way, are a phenomenal team to follow as far as uh, the amount of FIFA they play in the clubhouse is ridiculous. Right. Um, that's a whole story that's going to be coming later. I promise you that. Um, but he asked Zach Cozart about the donkey and everything. I don't want to take Mark's thunder. He's better off at telling the story, but it, we, he followed it up with Joey Votto was the very, very first question he asked them. And you should have seen Joey's face. <laughs> yeah, because he was expecting another boring baseball interview that he's done a million times over. And it, his face, it, it kind of just, it's like his shoulders just relaxed and he was kind of, Oh, this is, this is a bit different. And like for 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 whatever reason at school, my nickname was Donkey, and my surname <laughs> is Donaldson. So to have Donald the Donkey uh, was was something special. But just as Ben was saying, um, John, about the messages that he sent, I think in the communications industry, I think there's always a danger that you don't communicate enough. Ben will know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm sure you will as well, John. Uh-huh. Give me two two emails about something. 
rather than no emails about something. Oh, did you get the email? No. Well, <laughs> at least I've got it twice. So one of the things that Ben sent, and it was just a flippant thing. He, he sent me a message one day, and he's like, how are we going to spell things? I said, like, what do you mean? <laughs> and, and he said, well, this is an American sport produced by an American company going out in the UK. And I said, well, you spell it with the British spelling. And he goes, that's fine, okay. But what about the, the stadium names? And I said, well, you have to spell them the way that they are. So, again, it was just a silly little thing that maybe, had it not been for Ben, we wouldn't have even thought about that. Um, but this is going out in the UK, and it'll be going out online all over the world. But you've got to play to your audience, and our audience is British, so mm -hmm. colour color has a U in it. It isn't C-O-L-O-R, right. although that's what I'm used to over here. But if it is the official name of a stadium, I'm sure all the baseball fans in the UK will realise that is the spelling you go with. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, so what was the, the genesis of this particular project then, guys? I, I guess with, with London on the horizon in, in June, um, ESPN, BT, obviously been working together for a long time, wanted to see an opportunity to, to tap into that market. Was there involvement of the, of the MLB guys in, in London or, or is this yeah. just something that you've driven yourselves? Yeah, no, it's been, it's been a, I call it a tripod. So um, MLB has been in it from the very beginning. So as BT, ESPN, we've had uh, many, <laughs> many a conference call, many an email chain. Um, you know, Daryl Martins at MLB has been absolutely amazing in terms of getting us contacts with the teams. You know, Charlie Boss and, and the folks over at BT as well mm -hmm. have been great. You know, they've we've gone back and forth about um what we're going to debut with, right? What's our first like true talking point baseball segment. And that's been a conversation. That's not been one conversation, two conversations. It's been, you know, four five, six, mm. just trying to make sure that we, we start off on the right foot. We hit the ground running, um, that we, we hit on the big topics of, of what's going on. You know, the challenge for us is that we're a weekly show. So something that happens, you know, on a Monday, might be mm -hmm. stale and, and really old at the point <laughs> by the time we want to talk about mm -hmm. it. Um, and that's the challenge that we're going to have every single week is um, what do we recap? What do we preview? What do we hit on? Is it, you know, is it stars of the week? Is it plays of the week? Is it, you know, what do we look ahead to Red Sox Yankees that are playing in May, you know, a week or two in advance, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that's going to be, one of my biggest challenges as the producer, it'll be one of Mark and Phil's biggest challenges as the host is to uh, not dating ourselves, basically. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it'll be it'll be a balance. That's a good that Mark's word. It hits the nail on the head. Balance is, is key for us. And how do you strike the balance in terms of the, the, the knowledge of, of the stories? Because you were talking there, Ben, about what the big stories maybe might be for your first yeah. show and one of them i mean trout obviously lends itself with that that humongous contract but one of the big stories of the off season has been no one getting paid and that's pretty right. heavy for you to go in on on episode one and say hello new baseball fan what you don't know is that there's a unionized system in baseball so yeah. i guess that you've got to you've got to try and find the right thing in terms of balance uh, to get the uh, pitch for a lot of different audiences it's it's no it's no mean feat right no i mean mark how many po uh, pilots have we done five <laughs> i was just thinking I was thinking that Ben, yeah, I think we're on five or six, and and they have they have differed. Some have been the same, um, mm -hmm. but we we want to get it right. And I mentioned the word balance, uh, and I think NBC over here have got it with the Premier League coverage mm -hmm. that that they do because they keep it simple. They're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We've got 
minus the ad break, the commercial break, we've got 12 minutes mm. each week for the show. So it's it's quality as opposed to, to quantity. So we, we, we can't make mistakes. And that's why feedback is going to be important for us. I'm not, and Ben isn't as well, neither's Phil, um, who co-hosts the show, who's excellent, by the way. Um, we're, we're not these type of people that won't take... Um, constructive criticism you know what twitter's like twitter can be a, na a nasty nasty person. oh yeah <laughs> you, don't, you don't deal with the, the, the keyboard warriors you don't deal with the the village idiots um it, it, you can use self-deprecation at times but you kind of know who's worth going back and forward with and and, mm -hmm. and ultimately using self-deprecation you can usually with most of them um kind of either agree to disagree or or kind of eventually smile and go your merry ways but I, I, what, from what i've seen so far with the baseball community in the uk which is not a community i was involved in when i was in the uk mm -hmm. um but it's something i'm looking to get involved in over here i think they they seem to have avoided the uh the idiocy um buttons uh, as far as the keyboard is concerned <laughs> that, that may change and it probably uh. will yeah, from, wait, from what I say. Wait and see. I mean, yeah, gen generally very good. But I have to say, uh, don't don't forget every single member of the Los Angeles Angels rotation uh, when you're doing your season preview, as we <laughs> did last week. <laughs> Otherwise, you will hear that quite strongly. And I think rightly from the LA Angels fandom in the UK. I, I don't think you're going to do that, guys. We were all a little bit tired when we were doing that last podcast. <laughs> so, so um. This is obviously episode one coming up this Thursday, uh, and I guess the the plans are to to take this through at, at least until June. Um, all uh, season. When, all season. Well, I was going to say, season, yeah, we've got a big event here in in June. You may you may have heard about it. So, what what are the plans? <laughs> what are the plans for the future? Obviously, this has been been run out of Bristol, Connecticut for the time being. You guys are based over there, but are, are you looking for a UK base? Are you looking for other UK contributors other than Mark in the in the longer run? Yeah, um, in fact, uh, your friend uh, Baseball Brit, Joey, is uh, going to be part of the show. So his journey of going around to the baseball teams and stuff like that, he's going to be a part of it. Um, and we're definitely interested in, in more UK involvement as well. Um, we're, you know, I've reached out to you guys. <laughs> you? <laughs> to seeing if you could uh, potentially yeah. be a part of it and to see what we can do. So, you know, we're open. We're open to um, new things, new challenges, new new opportunities and you know the more the merrier i'd rather have too much than too little as a producer to work with <laughs> yeah well you're going to get some absolute gold from the man with the mustache i can say that uh, i can say that without, <laughs> without fear of uh, of being let down the, the man is it's, it's like it's like an alien from another planet that boy uh he just <laughs> cracks me up something rotten every single time i spend time with him or every time i see one of those videos he makes me chuckle um so i can't wait to see him uh, on my tv that'll be a treat for sure um mark do you feel a, a bit of pressure uh, as the as the uk representative next to phil or do you feel like you're uh, you've got a safe pair of hands here to, to take this forward and to, and to play the, the honest schmo who's just trying to teach everyone else how to love this sport as much as you've learned to. I first worked with Phil. I'd never met him before, even though we work in the same building, but there are four and a half thousand people that work at ESPN <laughs> in Connecticut. So when you go to some pub and they say, oh, do you know Dave? You're like, yeah, very good. Um, <laughs> we, we first worked together doing Sports Centre during the World Cup last year. Mm -hmm. um, now, I am a 
football commentator. I commentate on Serie A every week for ESPN in, in, in the US. And I've done the Euros before. But this was the first World Cup that we didn't have any rights. So I was unable to do radio because we didn't have the rights. So I was asked if I could do Sports Center, co-host that every evening with, with Phil Murphy. And I said, of course, I'd love to do that. And we got on like a house on fire. Um, and when it came about for the pilot and the screen tests, uh, it's not for me to decide who, who's best, but I'd like to think that the chemistry I have and have had with Phil is something that, that certainly helped us. And I'm not going to make any kind of claims about what I know, um, because as I said right at the start, I'm, I'm not going to... I do a lot of tennis as well, and I know mm -hmm. that the people who watch the second screen at tennis out on court 14, where we're commentating on or, or whatever at the US Open... They know everything about tennis. So you've got to, you've got to know what you don't know as yeah. a broadcaster. And, and for me, I, I've got an expert alongside me. I've got an expert as my producer. And I'm surrounded by experts on the show. And by the way, social media have plenty of experts out there. And they'll let me know things as well. So <laughs> we I, sure I'm will, not, man. <laughs> I'm not a dunce when it comes to this. Um, I actually won my fantasy baseball league last year. Now, that had more to do with the fact that it was a daily one and everyone else had given up after about three months. <laughs> um, but I had nothing better to do. So I know my second baseman from a shortstop. Um, but I, I can't tell you what happened on the 8th of July, 1974. But what I can tell you is the day that I was born, at exactly the same time in Toronto, the Blue Jays played their first ever game. So we are exactly the same age to the day. <laughs> and the fact that they had Josh Donaldson, my surname there, until about 12 months ago, who's now at the Braves, I've got a little bit of a soft spot for the Toronto Blue Jays because we are exactly the same age to the hour. That is absolutely fantastic. That That's as, as good a baseball fact as anyone's that. <laughs> and, and speaking of Josh, we spoke to him at spring training, and he has a, a little message for Mark that will debut throughout the show at some oh, point. I, so. And I, I don't know about this. I'm on a <laughs> that's, that's news to me, so thank you. Exclusive, exclusive content. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled. Um, so I, I, I said there in general, were there, were there plans to, to, to sort of roll it out have a bit more UK contact. Have you thought about Junior? I'm assuming that it's going to be a big college game day style set right outside the Olympic Stadium, right? Yeah, we're discussing uh, we're discussing all the plans with that right now. Um, one of the things that we're trying to figure out is ways that we can go with the players to check out some of the uh, the local touristy attractions. And oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the things we're trying to figure out. Um, it's going to be uh, time permitting for the players more than anything, quite frankly, because they're going to get there. They got to kind of get acclimated and they play like it, it's not they're not there for a long period of time. Um, but one of the Tommy Canely, uh, I believe that's yeah, Tommy Canely of the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Huge, 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 huge Premier League soccer fan. And he and I and, and my boss, Sergio, we're trying to work with the Yankees to see if we can get them a, a tour of one of the stadiums that's that's there. I mean, I know they're not playing that time of year over there, but um, he just like I just want to see it. Like I just want to see it, and we're like, well, cool. We want to be there when you see it. We'd like to uh, to be there for the entire thing. So that's some of the things that we're talking about. Um, you know, we'd obviously love to do some college game day, man on the street type content too, where we ask the the locals, hey, what do you think? This is great, right? And hopefully Never like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so, um, you know, 
So that's what we're trying to do. And we were, you know, very blessed to get a lot of really, really great content at spring training. Um, and we're following, you know, various things on social media to try to make it relevant too. Um, I don't know. Did you guys, did you happen to see the Milwaukee Brewers uh, commercial they did about the Mean Girls movie? I have not seen that. Well, it's so what, this is how I, I, this is a really good example of me trying to figure out the UK audience. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember the Mean Girls movie very well, even though I'm a 35-year-old man. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Oh, um, me too. I'm the same. Same, same demographic, <laughs> and I love it as well. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mentioned it on one of our conference calls, and silence. Dead silence. Nobody knew at all what I was talking about. And so I was like, okay, well, that's not going to land then. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it Mark... <laughs> yeah, Mark and I were talking on the phone. He's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, but my wife does. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's stuff like that, that, you know, by trial and error, in, in, a, in a lot of sense, like, um, I don't know if you saw the viral video of Ichiro catching the ball behind his back, like I something did. like that was, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, perfect. Everybody will understand that. That's great. Um, you know, context has been something that's been drilled into my brain a lot. You know, mm-hmm. hey. You have context, context, context. You know, Mark interviewed uh, Yasiel Puig. And it my hero. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like, the guy was absolutely incredible. And Mark hit him with the gem of a question about how does he get himself to a million followers on Twitter. And the guy was, uh, words are not going to describe how amazing it was. <laughs> and when we, when we tried, we put it in our, one of our pilots, nobody, they didn't get it. They didn't understand. Because we didn't do, and it was on me, uh, in terms of like allowing for time to explain it. They didn't understand right away that he was, you know, a star of the game, and quite frankly, probably the biggest character in the game of baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something that we're like, no, hey, we like it. It's great. It's great sound. Um, but you got to provide. You got to let them know, like, hey, he's a big star. He's funny. He's he's goofy. He does these fun things that are that are for the fans and. And, and that that's was, really unusual, right? You know, that's just not normal in baseball. <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll let Mark talk. About, I mean, Mark interviewed him. I just sat there and started laughing. <laughs> he's just a character, and he, he, I mean, he went to lick the microphone, and, and yeah. then he said, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know who else. It's ESPN. There's so many people you interview. I don't know what germs are on this." And it, <laughs> it was, it was just crazy. But it's a new lease of life for him. Uh, it, for whatever reason, the, the, it didn't work out for him at, at the Dodgers, so so he's moved, mm-hmm. and he's pretty much got he's got a year to try and get back to his best. And if he can, it's payday. If he can't, mm-hmm. then he might need to get to a million Twitter followers to be able to raise <laughs> funds for his family, as he said. Uh, the if he, best, uh, the if best part, I gotta I gotta make sure I tell you this story. The best God. part of the interview was that my boss Sergio is a huge Barca fan, huge. Mm-hmm. And Sir and uh, Yasiel Puig is a humongous Real Madrid fan, and he starts trash talking my boss <laughs> on camera. <laughs> it was amazing, like uh, amazing, because he talked about Real Madrid, and my boss—I don't know how he saw him, but my boss made a face, and he literally looked at him and started saying, "Like, I see you over there with that face. I see you. Yeah, we're gonna." And they were getting ready to play their match that afternoon, and he. In the, in the most respectful, non-cursing, hilarious way, went after my boss for being a Barca fan, and then started singing the Real Madrid theme song. No. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Look, if he gets to a million followers and you release that video, uh, then I'll I'll just 
deposit my salary directly into his bank account every time it comes into mine i can't say it will match what he'd get paid as a as a major league baseball player but you know i do i do okay uh, I, just, I don't think my I just what w- one thing john about the crossover sorry to interrupt about baseball and football you and i know what it's like in the in the uk i mean i'm old enough to remember when you used to be able to phone the manager up and and you'd, you'd get a chat with them and and now it's it's all done through the press department or whatever. But to get the access that we had at spring training for Phil, who went down to Florida and had the Yankees, the Red Sox and everyone else, uh, and for Ben and I, who, who went to Arizona, um, getting into the, the locker room and seeing what they do, some of them are playing chess, some of them are yeah. playing FIFA. Wow. It, it's, it's so different for us. We don't get that access in the UK for, for football. Um, we have to wait and stand outside. We have to be at a certain place at a certain time to get mundane answers from a manager who's delighted that they've just won a game or distraught that they just lost their previous game mm-hmm. and they'll not give anything away. So mm. to, to get the access, and a lot of that as well, for the Arizona trip was down to Ben, who who, who did his homework and, and did the groundwork beforehand with the PR departments and said, look, this is what we are. Because it's very difficult for a, a kind of newbie setup. This is a brand new show. So it's not like we can say to them, well, if you watch this, then this is what we're all about. So to get the access, and I mean, the Angels were, were phenomenal. The, the, the Reds, um, the Indians were, were, were great. Um, and just to, to get all that, but to get the access inside the locker room was, was a, 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 it's like a total dichotomy to what I'm used to um, from when I used to be in the UK with football. Yeah, I can well imagine that's the case as someone who watches that 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 dry and drab sport and the staid answers that come out of uh, cliches that come out of every manager and player every single time you see a microphone thrust in front of them. So I have a challenge for you in terms of your uh, your your crossover of football and baseball team. So I'm a Carlisle United fan. So there you go. Oh, that's your challenge. Yeah. Uh, oh, so so he well. So your manager right now is a good friend of mine, Stephen okay. Presley. Okay, yeah. Um, so I used to go to Stephen's house when he was at Hearts um, because he'd phone me up and he goes, I can't get my radio, my digital radio to work. So I used to run <laughs> down the road. So I used to go up and fix it for him. And usually it wasn't plugged in, but you know what it's like. But anyway, um, I was interviewing him one day and we're really close friends. He actually wrote the foreword to my book about Hearts. Um, so we're, we were really tight. And then one day... Um, he took over as manager of Falkirk, and mm-hmm. I was at Sky Sports News doing an interview with him. So I said the question to him, what would you say to those who suggest that Eddie May, the previous manager, you may have knifed him in the back? Now, look, it wasn't the best way of, of saying it. I was young at the time, um, but he didn't speak to me for three years. Oh, wow. and we, were, we, weren't, we weren't best friends, but we were, we were tight when he was at Hearts. Um, so... That's and we're we're good now because when he was at Coventry, my sister lives down in rugby. I went to see him. We hung out mm-hmm. that day, and a good friend of mine as well, Neil McFarlane, was his assistant at Coventry. I don't know if he's gone to Brunton Park with Stephen. Um, I don't think he has because I think oh, he's Tommy, gone. Right, Tommy Wright. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's taken over. Uh, I think it's either Kidderminster uh, or Kettering or someone like that. Um, but Stephen Stephen's a great lad uh, who's been out in Cyprus as well, but. The crossover from from him to baseball. So I'm just 
Ben's got a video on the Skype call, and he the look on his face is just like, what language what? are they what? speaking? <laughs> I'm to I'll leave that one with you. I'm gonna see if you can toss that in there as an Easter egg for me in like episode eight or something like that. That's my challenge to you, Mark. A uh, sounds United like you've got a few threads to go with. Um, so guys, um, I, I, we've taken enough of your time uh, this afternoon. You've been very generous. So, um. Last thing is, is where can we watch? What time? I know it's this coming Thursday. And, and is there going to be any way that people who don't have BT uh, can watch it at some time in the future? Well, unfortunately, I actually am not sure what time we're going on yet. Um, so it's 3.45. Look at that. The only reason I know that is because my, my mother and father excitedly um, FaceTimed the other day because their Sky Planner. Um, goes a week in advance, and they've been looking for this show for ages, and <laughs> it popped up. You're on at three forty-five on Thursday on BT Sport. Thanks, Mum. I'll, I'll tell everyone over here. That's good to know. Um, but yeah, and the plan is there's going to be a digital um, ability to watch it as well. So it'll be. I'm not sure exactly what service that's going to be on yet. I don't know if it's been officially official yet, so I don't want to say something that might be wrong. Um, but there's going to be an opportunity to watch it on television, and there's going to be an opportunity to watch it online as well. Excellent. Um, so, guys, keep your eyes peeled for that. It's coming up this Thursday at 3.45 p.m. The show is called Caps Off. Thank you to Ben and thank you to Mark for their time this afternoon. Hopefully we'll hear from you again during the season and from Phil as well because he wasn't available today because there's some basketball tournament on or something. Uh, I don't even know what that sport is. Um, so he was busy, but um, hopefully we'll hear from you again during the season and uh, keep your eyes peeled for plans around London because it sounds like it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yes, please do. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.